Vegas Fever Podcast. Jason and Paula here with you. Paula's here, I think. She doesn't look too happy. Yeah, I'm here. She's here. It's uh, been a tough day for a lot of people. Uh, Golden Knights Nation, uh, Vegas-born fans. Lots going on with the Golden Knights. In a short amount of time, all of a sudden, it was pretty quiet, VGK-wise. But now we have a lot to talk about. There's some other things that have happened uh, throughout the week. We had um, the expansion draft for Seattle, which they took, you know, a lot of a lot of solid players. Boring. It, I mean, it wasn't as good <laughs> no. as you know the Vegas, you know, the Vegas theme. It was bad, and also Chris Fowler, the guy that was, you know, the head guy on the show or whatnot, mm-hmm. he was just taking shots and jabs at every team. Oh, who's this? The Buffalo Sabres? The Buffalo Sabres have been bad for 10 years. Just absolutely sucked. Basically, he was just ripping every team. <laughs> every team. He couldn't rip the Knights because they're not giving up a player. But that was kind of underwhelming uh, to some. It was really cool to see the fan base there. They haven't had hockey in over 100 years. And it's really cool to see people get so into it, make mm-hmm. their signs, be really loud, cheer on. Players that they knew, they did end up taking a lot of good players. They passed on Carey Price. Well, he's hurt. He is, which oh, I mean. feel like even if he wasn't hurt, they probably wouldn't have taken him. They made up a roster that reminds me um, a lot of Vegas's roster uh, in the Knights' first year. A lot of guys are going to have chip on their sho- you know chips on their shoulders. They're going to come in thinking they weren't wanted, and I think that the Seattle team that they put together is going to be very competitive with with Vegas. I think the team that Seattle has put together is better than 90% of the teams in the Pacific Division already. You know, paper is great. Uh, Nobody cares about it. You have to play. Um, I feel that they're going to have a good product and they're going to see the Golden Knights opening night, October 12th. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. The newest teams in the NHL League. The two newest teams. The two newest teams in the National Hockey League. Um, So, yes, that will be a really good thing. The (laughs) NHL will have a doubleheader on ESPN, and they're going to have some uh, games on, I think it's TBS or TNT, every Wednesday or every other Wednesday night. They're going to make it like Wednesday Night Hockey, and they're going to do... And they're actually going to showcase... They're two newest teams, and I think it's great yeah, I agree. that they're doing that. Seattle did uh, pick a bunch of good guys like we've been talking about. They picked up two flurries. Uh, one of them is Hayden Flurry, a uh, 25-year-old defenseman uh, from Anaheim. Uh, they took Tyler Pitlick, which has a funny name, uh, but from the Coyotes, uh, 29 years old, solid player for them, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Lazan from Boston. They took Will Morgan from Buffalo. They took the Calgary captain, Mark Giordano, 37 years old, 15 years in Calgary, uh, the oldest player that Seattle drafted. 
and he won the Norris Trophy in 2019 for the best defenseman. He's been their captain since 2013. Uh, he won the 2020 Mark Messier Leadership Award. Uh, and some of these guys were on hand to, you know, like like Vegas, just to be there. Um, from Carolina, they took some guy nobody's heard of, you know. Uh, Morgan Geeky, uh, John Quinville from Chicago, Jonas Donskoy from Colorado, who has been a thorn um, to the Golden Knights while in San Jose. Um, Galvin, Gavin Bayruder from Columbus, uh, Jamie Oleksak, uh, oh, Alexiak, sorry, from Dallas. Um, let's see. It's kind of going through the players. Uh, Dennis Chalowski from Detroit. Must have missed that pick. It was just so entertaining. Uh, Adam Larson from Edmonton. That's a good player. Chris Dreiger from Florida. That's going to be their starting goaltender. Uh, Curtis McDermott from L.A. Carson Soucy from Minnesota. That's a good player. Kale Fleury from Montreal. That is the other Fleury. Uh, you don't say. Jan Crook from Nashville. <laughs> Nathan Bastian from New Jersey. Uh, Jordan Eberly from the Islanders. Another good player. Uh, Colin Blackwell from the Rangers. Joey Decord from Ottawa. Carson. Uh, man, these guys' names are wicked. Uh, when... Winyarski or whatever it is there. Uh, many letters that don't go together. Brandon Tanev from Pittsburgh. Big physical presence. He'll be good for them. Alexander True from San Jose. That was a good young player. Vince Dunn from St. Louis. Later on, in the as the draft went on, they got good players. Yanni Gord from Tampa Bay. Jared McCann from Toronto, who I believe they traded. Uh, let's see. Vancouver, Cole Lind. Washington, Vitek Vanisek, and Mason Appleton from Winnipeg. So Seattle assembled a solid team, in my opinion. Can't say their names, but, you know, they're going to be competitive. Uh, you know, they're going to see Vegas a bunch of times. Right. And I think those battles are going to be pretty, pretty solid. Some of the scheduling for the Golden Knights, so they won't see San Jose until after March 1st, and a lot of their games are at home the first half of the year. They do end up going, uh, I think their last 17 out of their last 26 games, I want to say, are on the road. That's really rough. Uh, there will be basically no hockey in February if the scheduling holds up because of the Olympics, the Winter Olympics in 2022. Right, so, I think we talked about that last Yeah. Um, so basically from the 1st to the 25th, there was like no hockey in, in February. I think there'll be a game on February 1st and then a game on the 26th and three and a half weeks in between, you get nothing. Plus the all-star break is there too. So they kind of, you know, compiled it all together. Right. You know, it could be worse. The New York Islanders have their first 13 games on the road. And I would have to think that that's because of the arena that yeah. they're opening is not going to be completely done by opening night. So they're going on the road for 13 games. Now that's going to be great for them at the end of the year when they get all that back. And they're a really good team made it to the semifinals as well, uh, losing to Tampa. But, you know, you just kind of look at the first month of the schedule. Um, 
you know, you're looking at Seattle opening night, and then they go to LA. They get St. Louis at T-Mobile Arena, and then Edmonton, and then the Islanders. Um, tough grouping, tough, tough grouping of games right there. They go back to Colorado, uh, Western Conference uh, second round rematch on the 26th of October, and then Dallas, and then Anaheim uh, round out the month. And that's just kind of the first month. So you'll have two, four, six, eight, ten games for the Golden Knights in 17 days to open the year. Just kind of, you know, glancing over their schedule. I I like the first portion. Mm -hmm. And I think that everybody was really hoping to have that goaltender tandem because it probably would have come in handy. It came in handy for 56 games, but now you're looking at 82 games. You know, no secrets how good the Knights are and what they bring, and people are going to try and take them down. Well, now you can worry about, you know, one less guy that they have to worry about. I don't know what you mean. Well, this morning, Marc-Andre Fleury yes, was I, traded. I, I, thank you. Um, and it was pretty surprising to everybody. The more that I read about it, though, the more that Marc-Andre Fleury was not out of the loop. Uh, it was kind of, it looked at first very dirty, and it is. But Fleury had a meeting with um, Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee at the end of June after the season ended. And they told Marc-Andre Fleury that we are going to do our damnedest to keep you. But there is a chance we won't, we, we might not. And they spoke with him all the way up until Saturday, three days ago, about the fact that Chicago was interested, is the word being used. And all this coming from Kelly McCrimmon's press conference that was this afternoon, he said that they don't let a player know that he's been traded, because it leaked to the media, and social media, they don't let a player know until it's completely done. Because there's a phone call that the NHL has with the players and, you know, confirming it. Sometimes it falls through. So that's his response to that. It seems to most as a, like a dirty move. Trading away someone who had their best season and won the Vesna Award. It was a shock to me and you and mostly everybody. And I try to stay away from a lot what a lot of people are saying because it's hurtful. It's hurtful to Robin Leonard, apparently. It's hurtful to the fans. It's hurtful to everyone. And I don't believe that Marc-Andre Fleury would want that type of talk around him. He just wanted to stay and play in Vegas. That's all he wanted. A lot of fury has come from this. It's been a tough day. Mm -hmm. I know you have thoughts. I... I know you didn't really want to do this. No. <laughs> I have no respect for I understand it's business and they could have handled it better and they were shitty to him for the last couple seasons and I have no respect. It's not surprising of how they treated players in the past. And that's what their reputation is. 
they have gained a reputation of this. Not so, the first time, will not be the last. Um, that's I, literally what I just said. I tweeted that, look, Vegas fans, it's not that we didn't know that this wasn't going to happen. It, it was always a possibility. It's the way that it did. They didn't even give him the option to retire, and I hope that he does. He should. Okay, because that's he a should. bunch of bullshit. He said he wanted to retire as a Golden Knight. Okay. Leonard is a good goalie, but he is not strong enough to carry that team. Game after game after game, when when shit is against you, okay, Flurry is mentally strong enough. And I'm not saying as a dig to Leonard, okay. Well, there's mentally strong enough in the in between the pipes, and then there's other. And we're talking, talking about, about the ice. Right. I'm not talking right. about anything else. Right. Robin Leonard has not played more than 50 games. You, I don't all, believe... you don't get anything for him unless there's no, something coming. That's another thing. Okay. I'm just disgusted. Okay. They should have let him retire. He even said he was... He, they would do anything to keep him as a bunch of bullshit. The guy's a fucking liar. Okay. He's said many times that he'd take a hit on his salary, even though he would need to take a... We've talked about this before. A dramatic hit to his salary. That's probably yeah. not... But... Is that more shameful or trading away an all-star future Hall of Famer player? What it, What is more embarrassing? They made it very clear ever since the new coach has come in that he was no longer the guy. I remember specifically a one of his first interviews, he said he was going to retire here as a knight. Before they even hit the ice. That's something I will I will address because Bill Foley had comments, which that is Fuck where the, that guy. Well, that is well. First off, that is Mister Golden Knight. Okay, and I know that it's very frustrating right now, but th those comments were from him. Were from Bill Foley to Mark Andre Fleury when Mark Andre Fleury was taken in the expansion draft. A couple of things. Robin Leonard has not played more than fifty games in an eighty-two game schedule. Uh... I think he's only done it twice in his career. I think he had a terrible game. What? And then he, he was, was in gone net. for he two was, weeks. He was three in weeks? net when they were eliminated, and he was in I'm net for a bad that. game against Colorado. Right, right. And then he was gone for three weeks. Why? He didn't get hurt. Still haven't really said. I think that's where that comment comes in from you about the mental toughness. Yeah. It's not about because a, I think it's it really not affected a, him mentally. It's not about a person's mental state. Let's we've made that clear. It's not about his personality, his background. It's about the grind. Right. Of 6 months plus the playoffs being when the guy. When Suban was Flurry's backup, Flurry had to play every fucking game because Suban was a piece of shit. Okay. Played, I don't yeah. think if the if 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 it was Leonard in in Flurry's position, I don't think he could have done did it. No way. Nobody could do what Marc Andre Fleury's done. He's so, the most congratulations. durable. He's one of the most durable goals. Go get your shiny new toy and have that not work out for you either. Well, they're hoping their shiny new toy uh, is Jack Eichel. I don't know about that. Uh, free agency starts. Free agency starts at noon Eastern time, I believe, tomorrow. Um, I hope that he retires and I hope he retires too. he retires gets to pay his salary because that's why they didn't want him to retire as a knight. So they didn't have to pay his salary. If he retires, he gets nothing. 
If he retires, oh. he is owed nothing, and the team is on the hook for nothing. So if he retires, because Chicago retained $7 million of the salary, all of it, 100%, Vegas is washed hands with that clean, and Chicago won't have to pay him. So he, I don't think he gets paid. That's why this is such a big decision to pick up his, what does he have, four or five kids? Pick them up and go to snowy Chicago but would you, after living would in you snowy stay, Pittsburgh? Would you stay in Vegas? He'd probably go back home to Canada. Would you stay? No. Why not? That's not your home. First it is. Of all. It is though. The thing oh, is, is okay. it, it's not about it, take the team away from that. And I know it's hard because it's a big town, but take the team away. I don't think he he's created stay. a life. Well, then he should go to Chicago. That's, I think, what he has to ask himself. If you're not going to stay in Las Vegas because you've built a home there, and no matter what they did to you, that's still your home. If you're going go to if you're gonna mean, go to Sorrel, Quebec, where you are okay, from, you can go to Chicago all the time. Then he should go to Chicago and play. I think. Will he? Who knows? I don't know. Bill Foley was. I just hope that he does whatever is right for him and his family. There are some, and they did him dirty, and yeah. they should be ashamed. I hope he does what's right for his family too. They did do him dirty. Um, there were some comments from Bill Foley about how he had promised Mark Andre Fleury he was going to end a Golden Knight and retire a Golden Knight. He was really firm on that stance. Well, he was always, always very now? firm. Well, what happened is, is that he had a conversation with Kelly McCrimmon and George McPhee, and the financial burden that the team put on themselves. By giving Marc Andre Fleury that contract, they had no business doing that because look at because look at what it created. It created shorthanded Golden Knights. It created bad situations. You're talking about the contract they gave Leonard? No, Fleury. It's a combination. Why are you paying Marc Andre Fleury seven million dollars when you know that that's going to bite you? When you know that you have no How faith much in Subban? Five. Why are you paying Leonard five million dollars? And they believe in him. Well, I hope it works out they for them. They ended up hurting themselves financially, both moves, but the, particularly the flurry move. They gave him too much of the bank, and now they have to take the bank back. So Bill Foley came to the realization by conversations with his team that he's being, he's hurt, that money that they're spending on Marc-Andre Fleury is hurting the team. Okay, well, they shouldn't have spent it on Leonard because it was fine before that and gotten they him made a, decent, a decent backup. Look, I would have been fine with them shipping Leonard to New Jersey or wherever and bringing up Logan Thompson under Marc-Andre Fleury for a couple years, and then I think you'd be fine. But now what they're going to do is they're going to go find a cheap goaltender Mm -hmm. So you shipped that. one out. You're gonna look for a cheap one. Oh no, they'll find one. But the problem is, it'll just no, be it'll I'm be another Subban. No, I'm saying good luck with this. Uh, you know, I you needed to trade him. Whatever, you should have let him retire, like you said. It's about at the end of the day, and I get, and I know people are be like, it's a business. You don't understand. This is not personal. It is personal for him. Okay, it is when you put when you. First of all, Bill Foley said it to the public. He put his Foley foot in his shit. mouth. Well, he put his foot in his Your mouth. Your word is shit. <laughs> so, yeah. fuck you, okay? Yeah. Fuck your word, and fuck, fuck all of them. 
they are definitely they it's have a joke. It's they a joke. have become Do you read what people are saying on twitter I'd it's, not not. Surpri- it's not surprising <laughs> it's coming from the golden knights this is the it. way they they this act is the way they treat people on their way like out shit. or when their way in right like shit do you think they're not going to do it to mark stone and to patcheretti in a few years probably or carlson. less carlson they're all going to be gone next year guaranteed if, stone if and carlson win. are untouchable right right now everybody else is not and that okay. is true that is true and Petrangelo, because of the shiny deals they have. You don't think that Carlson, because he hasn't performed up to his first season level, feels the pressure every time he's out on the ice? I mean, Flurry had to work 10 times harder just to get an even amount of playing time with Robin Leonard. He was on the wrong side of the coin. To no fault of his own. Some of it, yeah, some of it, no. Look, his age compared to Robin Leonard, we can't help when we're born, okay? <laughs> Robin Leonard is younger, and that's what they, the Golden Knights want. Robert Leonard got hurt a lot this year. He did. He has been hurt. He hasn't played more than 50 games most of his career, and that's a problem because you're going to lean on another guy for half the season, 30 games at least. You're going to lean on Logan Thompson or some or some, or some some young schmuck for, for 30-something games. That's not going to work. I hope there's I, a plan and know, here. And I know that, you know, they don't give a shit about what the fans, but you take away the face of the franchise and you do them dirty like this. I hope that um, if they're looking to get a Stanley Cup, this is not the way. They seem to feel it is. So. Um, and <clears throat> with free agency starting, word is very good that Alec Martinez will be back. They're going to sign him to a little bit more than they want to. And that's what makes this move important for the Golden Knights. They're going to be able to get Martinez back. Uh, They've tendered offers to restricted free agents. They only had, so the Golden Knights only had two restricted free agents. One of them they just got, Nolan Patrick, and the other one was Dylan Secura. So basically, you offer them league minimums, they'll take it, basically is what's going to happen, and it keeps the Knights cap compliant. That's good. Martinez will be back. It looks like word has started coming in the last couple hours that the Golden Knights are going to sign Philip Deneau. Philip Deneau was on the Montreal Canadiens, and Philip Deneau is one of the guys that hurt Vegas in the semifinals. So you're going to pay this guy... You're going to pay Martinez. I don't see any money for Nosek. I don't see any money for Yanmark. I, I, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing any money for Patrick Brown. I'm not... They're gonna, there's going to be moves. I keep hearing Riley Smith. We, can, we You know, Alex Tuck is a piece. I don't want him to go. I think Alex Tuck should say Riley Smith is a piece. I feel like... Vegas, with the cap money that they're going to have available, because you think about it, there's like five point something million that they can move right now. That's not being spent on Tomasz Nosek and 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 Matthias Janmark. They want Gabe Landeskog from Colorado. They want Jack Eichel. They're looking for fish, big ones, trout award-winning ones that's what they want and that's what they're gonna noon tomorrow the floodgates are open i mean deals are gonna be slinging like like wildfire it's gonna be crazy and the golden knights are there every year they are in the thick of 
of the Bushes every year. And they're going to be there again. And they have money to play with now because they did this. Good for them. They got nothing in return from Marc-Andre Fleury. Can I say that? They got a player that Chicago gets to keep. They sent a player to us that we don't get. So Vegas dumped 7 mil. Chicago took it all, which is says really a lot about them. That's stupid. What the Chicago Blackhawks did... They didn't have to give anybody up and they They took $7 million when they knew the guy didn't want to be traded, didn't want to leave, and doesn't want to play. That's bad because they're going to end up eating that. Actually, they're not going to end if up eating it if he retires. But, but, but he's a rental for one year. He will not... He's probably done if he plays... I you just have, ripped the heart out of someone right, who has right, so right, much I, heart. I, but that's the point right there. You're wrong. Okay, if if he plays, he'll play. Not long term. No, I'm talking about he'll play like it was his team for a million years. Oh yeah, like when they play Vegas three, four times a year and beat the pants off of them because of this. Yeah, probably. It was a really interesting move by Chicago to make because they knew that they were not going to have to give anything, but they but they're possibly getting zero. So maybe it's a it's a wash. Maybe the trade ends up being a wash. Chicago pays nothing. They get nothing. Vegas dumps and got nothing. Maybe that's just the plan. I don't know. You know, it's it's completely ridiculous. But the Knights, obviously, they have a plan. They better have a plan. Because if you do this, if you do this to the face of your franchise, the best player you have, and you don't have a plan, there's something wrong with you. No matter what, this is not the way it should have went about it. No. So, and I don't care what kind of plan they have. It's bad business. It's continuing to be bad business with the franchise. And how long until players shy away from coming here because of it? Oh, I'm going to go to Vegas and play a couple years, and then what are they going to do? Put me out in the cold? Treat me like a piece of meat? Like, I mean, when does that affect... I mean, Vegas can collect all the stars they want... And maybe their goaltending was the reason why they got that far and the reason why they didn't get far enough because of the amount of money they spent and how it handcuffed them. So maybe it was double-edged, did great, did bad. You better have, I mean, don't tell me that you got rid of Marc-Andre Fleury to to sign Philip Deneau, okay? Please have something better. Luckily, we will not have long to wait. I know that... You know, the the people that listen to the show and the people, you know, Vegas-born fans and Knights Nation are not happy. Everyone has mixed emotions and feelings. You should tell us about them. Drop us, you know, drop me a DM. Drop a comment. Yep. Let us know how you feel. Paula is at The Golden Wife and I am at Vegas Fever Pod on Twitter. Before we get out of here, a couple things just I think we should kind of go over. Back from the Dead, many times, is the new all-net arena that is finally appearing, it appears, like the all-net arena on the north end of the Strip will get done. It's at the old Wet n' Wild site, and uh, Jackie Robinson, former UNLV player, not Jackie Robinson of the uh, great Brooklyn Dodgers, uh, the Jackie Robinson basketball dude, has come through after getting a six-month extension back in uh, April, I think, of last year, or October of last year to April of this year. He was able to come up with the funds. I guess um, a big company is going to help him 
finance, I believe it's Comcast, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, NBC Universal is uh, a Comcast company. Uh, somebody owns somebody there. They're going to chip in, uh, I believe, half the money, if not more. And they're looking to break ground later this year. And this has been a project that has been 10 years in the making. Mm -hmm. Frickin' T Jerry Tarkanian was at the groundbreaking last time, okay? So, <laughs> you know, he's been gone six years, so this is how long... Of course you would know. ...we're going... He, he was there. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Tark, I have to throw this in. Somebody compared Marc-Andre Fleury being traded to Jerry Tarkanian being forced out. That's not Thoughts? the same thing. Okay, good. We can move on. <laughs> we can move on. I, I don't have the mental capacity for that so, bullshit. October, this fuck October. Who the fuck said that? Not important. I don't know that person's <laughs> name. And uh, if they happen to run across this show, they know. They know well, who they, they are. they tweet at me and we can debate it. Right, exactly. We'll call them dum-dums. Oh, dumbhead. Uh, so, basically, October, this will break ground, hopefully. And there's supposed to be... I mean, they came out with new renderings. There's supposed to be... You know, a hotel and some condos and events and all kinds of uh, dining and shopping, and it's going to be fantastic. The NBA is coming to Vegas in the next couple of years. I just know it. You can tell because Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, wants to expand, get some expansion teams. Seattle is obviously a name. They had a team. They lost their team on very unfairly. Mm. Vegas is a name because of the sports that have come and the successful market that they are. So I think those two markets will probably get teams. And this is this is the NBA NBA Vegas Arena. This is this is exactly what's going to happen. And it's not the only uh, stadium arena project uh, that could be happening in the Valley. Uh, the Oakland Athletics got what. What would seem to be good news, the stadium vote, the city council had their vote for the Howard Terminal, you know, on the water in Oakland Stadium that the A's want to build. And I guess the city voted yes, which, you know, six to one vote that will, you know, do a, you know, open up an offer sheet. Will that bring the A's to the table? It was, it's like rinse and repeat with Oakland. Seriously, they did the same thing, different way to the Raiders. Right. And they're doing it again. And the A's don't want, from the reports that I'm reading, the A's don't want any part of it. They want to do things their way. They want the city to meet them. They've got ideas, and they feel the city is just doing what they want to do to save face to make themselves look good. And say to the to the fans in this, you know, in the Bay Area... Well, if they walk, that's on them. Wrong. Absolutely wrong. The last team that you have that you can save, you should save. And you should work with them. Because there are generations of fans that will not know Oakland Raiders. They don't exist no more. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they used to play here. The Raiders used to play here. Look, that's where they used to play, Johnny. Right there. Not no more. You want to know why? Because Libby Schaff, or whatever the hell her name is... And the city council didn't care enough about us, didn't care enough about the people, and they just want to do what they want to do. Yeah, but it's also, you know, uh, everyone's going to Vegas now. Sure. You have fancy new stadium. That's right. Not not paid for by the... Well, the Raiders. The Raiders. residents will not pay for this one. Yeah. 
okay? Nor will the tourists. The only thing that has left to be uncovered, which we all know that there is investors. There is probably a line of them. The A's like the stadium site across from the Sahara, which would be caddy corner to All Net Arena. It's the Las Vegas, what are they called? The the fairgrounds, the, uh, you know, where they have the... Life is beautiful. Right. The festival grounds, I should say. So that's what they like. All Net Arena is there. NBA. Here comes Resorts World. It's already open. You've got the Drew, or whatever the hell it's called, that, that thing that's been there for 15 years is finally going to get finished. You yeah, have okay. stuff coming on the north end of the Strip. So now what you have... Attraction. They're attracted to that. Now, there's a stadium site in Summerlin, and I think one maybe in Henderson that they were looking at, but they really like that that Life is Beautiful site. Right, because the Knights are there. It's perfect. It's freaking perfect. The Raiders looked at that site. They didn't like it. But the A's do. And Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred and his office is on board with this. They don't have to convince nobody. They don't have to get a vote like the Raiders got in the NFL. This is a slam dunk. This is a home run for this team. Is it leverage against the city of Oakland? Vegas has been played like that many times before. They've been here four or five times already. There's more visits. There could be more cities that come into the fold, but Vegas is number one. So that's where we're at. Well. Next time, <sighs> guess we'll see, right? Next time on the show, free agent field day, free agent bonanza starts <laughs> noon on Wednesday Eastern time, I believe, and it'll be a crazy crapshoot. We'll have all the deals or not deals, whatever Vegas <laughs> does, whatever whatever big things happen in the league, uh, we will definitely keep you posted on. Uh, like I said, Paula at the Golden Wife on Twitter and Jason, that's me at Vegas Fever Pod. Please subscribe. Uh, I appreciate. We both appreciate every one of the people who listen mm-hmm. and give us feedback. Absolutely. There has been a lot lately of people leaving comments on Twitter saying, mm-hmm. "Terrific show." Yeah. Hey, subscribe. Give them a listen. I appreciate it. Each and every one of you guys. Uh, there's there's really good people out there, and if you find them, they're willing to help. So until next time, bye-bye.